Previously, on Roll for Initiative. After a day spent following their own pursuits, our adventurers got back together to plan their next moves, deciding they needed to leave for Kirkwall as soon as possible while making a slight detour as they passed through Ansling, the party went to bed for the night. For the next three days, the group found ways to kill time while they waited for Elvin to arrive with their cart. Zara spent time training Nanku. Zimner researched his magic items. And Aryan took a solo trip to Nirban to save the life of a sick blacksmith. Now we find our adventurers chomping at the bit to depart as Elvin rolls up to the mansion to start this week's episode of Roll for Initiative. All right, I'm ready to go. So, uh, I I am assuming that Eli is good with this plan, and I haven't heard any dissension from Zimner. Yeah, um, I got nothing going on. Jake doesn't matter. Well, it's Zimner and Zimner. Jake are the same person. Only like me for my characters. That's true. Oh, okay. damn! <laughs> we just use you for your good role play and storytelling. And you say I'm Sassyon. No, right? I'll do cosplay for your wedding since Jake doesn't need to be a groomsman and you just want Zimner. You know, if you, like, showed up to the reception in cosplay, I would love it. That'd be so great. If I painted myself purple, was shirtless with a sparkly vest, and then had, like, poofy circus pants. Everybody over the age (laughs) of, like, 45 from Sterling would Would think you were gay. They would croak and die, like, immediately. (laughs) Yeah, they would. They'd be like, The entire body is painted lavender. They'd be like, that's gay! And they're like, okay. (laughs) My dad'd be like, it's just a theater major. It's how he is. You love him anyways. We'll always love you no matter what you choose to be, Zim, uh, Jake. Zim, Jake. Zim, wow. Jake. All right. I feel- okay, move on. Play the fucking game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Caitlin, yeah, yeah, yeah. are you good with having a longer session? Because you were the one that gave some back some pushback there. And by longer, I mean uh, one session, then a break, and then another session. I think I might be okay with that. Okay, Austin. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, thank you. All right, I can now cut out the first ten minutes of recording. Um. Oh shoot! Oh shoot! Oh shoot! Okay. What? I dropped some peanut butter, <laughs> but I got it. It's okay. Okay. Last session. You all got back together. You planned a little bit. Then you had like three days where you're like, we don't have our cart yet, so let's just finish up the other stuff we were up to. It is now the morning of the 17th of Ajaz, the day you've all been waiting for. And bright and early at the butt crack of dawn for Zimner. For Zara, you know, she's been up for three hours already. But for Zimner, it's the butt crack of of dawn. We can hear the whinnying of horses clip-clopping up the path and the rattling of a wooden cart. We're all upright? Yes. Well, Zimner is just waking up, but yes. Okay. Just walking down the stairs. Sorry. 
the other two of you have probably like had breakfast and you know been preparing like packing and getting ready to go and zimner's like just rolled out of bed i think i'll just keep packing i'll let um elvin come to the door honestly Joke's on you. It's not Elvin. He's dead. The horses found their way home. Yay. Um, Why is that something I could see you doing, JJ? <laughs> walk up with like his dead body and a note in his hand. Sorry. Huh, go find that out. Sorry. <laughs> I love you. The whoever is on the main floor of the house right now, or if no one's on the main or those of you that are on the top floor of the house. Um, not top floor, middle floor. Zimner, you can probably hear it through the window that Shiny's peering out of. Um, you hear just a light knocking on the main door. Hello? Zara opens it. Oh, hi. Zara, you see... Elvin, standing there in front of the door. Glad I found the right place. I was a bit worried that I'd gotten lost at some point along the way. You probably did. Nice work, though. Uh, thanks. Is Simner here? And he's, like, kind of peeking past you. You see? Oh, yeah. She kind of, like, shuts Zimner the door a little bit and, and looks- turns around and is like, Yo, buddy's here. Okay. Can I, can I come in? Oh, sure, sure. Elvin walks in and just stands in the main hallway. I Uh, I come down and I look refreshed. Zara gets gets Elvin some water. Oh, thank you. How did you know that this was the exact thing that I needed in this moment was water? I guess. He, He takes a sip of it. She's so insightful. Was that sarcasm? And she like looks at Zimner with her eyes slitted. As are always slits, there. She's a cat person. Again with the racism, Zimner. <laughs> That's Jake talking out of character. <laughs> Elvin, how are you, my friend? And I like clap him on the back, give him a hug if he's into that. Yeah, yeah, he does that and like tries to not slosh water on you in the process. <laughs> um, and then he goes, Zimner, I see you're just as chipper as ever first thing in the morning. I'm a little saddle sore, but I'm glad to be here. Well, um, stay as long as you like. Um, I don't know what your plans are after this. Well, you kind of told me to not go back to the circus. So yeah. I really don't have any plans right now. That's fine. I just don't think the circus is safe. I'm going to meet John when we go to Ensling um, because I have some things I want to discuss with him. Um, but yeah, no problem. Uh, just, if you would like to stay here, I believe we have some guest rooms. Or there's probably an inn being repaired in the town. Yeah, I rode through town on the way here. What happened? Um, some cultists. Like, uh, the people we were going to fight, uh, we fought them, but it appears that we didn't get all of them, so that happened. Bummer, dude. But more people, 
more people to save, more things to kill, more things to find. So, if you want to make yourself comfortable, uh, the staff, and I um, say the staff will take care of you, and I turn around, um, and I holler out for, um, I gotta remember his name. You can do uh, it. No! Are you here? Uh, you see the kitchen door open, and the dark-haired Shaggy Mop and Half-Elven, or whatever race I put him down as, I can't remember what right now, because I don't have my sort of notes on him. Yeah, hold on. Sort of elf. elf, he's an elf. Yeah, he's an elf. Uh, pops his head an out and says, Yes, sir? Um, this is my friend Elvin. Could you, um, no pun intended, could you, um... I assume it's spelled with a W, right? And Elvin nods at him and he goes, Yes, that's what I assumed so. Go, continue, sir. Yes, could you, uh, make him make up one of the guest rooms for him and uh, show him around the place and he'll be our new guest for the time being? Certainly, sir. Uh, Thank you. If you will follow me. And he turns and starts to walk up the stairs and Elvin kind of watches him walking upstairs a little bit, looks at you guys, says, see you guys later, I assume. Um, good luck meeting with John. He kind of does that awkward punch thing on Zimner's shoulder like he's not totally sure if this is the right way to do a greeting or a departure, and then jogs over to the stairs to catch up with Null. All right. Um, I think at this well, point, Arian comes downstairs and is done packing. And I would say this is the point where he has, like, changed his look and dress. Because now he is a little bit more clean-shaven. Uh, he has a little bit more armor to his look. And wearing, like, greaves and at least a shoulder piece now. And um, he's changed his typical clothes because before he just had five sets of the same shirt and pants and now it's like he's switched up a little bit where he's a little bit darker toned and um has a similar cape to as before but now like a little bit nicer yeah you look nice like the new outfit thank you i Decided my rags could use a break, I guess. Always changing up costume. I love it. Hmm. And, and speaking of, you watch like a shimmer, Zimner's form shimmer, and he looks like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> um, like bags are kind of under his eyes. He's like got some stray fur on his face that isn't where it's supposed to be. And he's in like sleeping clothes. So I'd be glad, glad I put pants on for you. I'm going to go upstairs and get ready. <clears throat> if there's any um, magic items that you both have that you don't want, Annie is more than welcome, more than happy to take them off your hands for ex in exchange for something else. Oh, I also forgot that Leon's sword is strapped to his back. That's so cool. Can I just say, I love how much Zimner is trying to sell the whole shiny thing to the rest of the crew. 
Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out if there's anything I want right now to like give up. I think if I get one more thing that needs attunement, I have something I can give up, but I don't have... I'm saying, like, if Jake is like, you have shit you're not using, like, give it away, you know? Well, I'm using everything. Reroll it for something better, you know? Well, I I had a butt-ton of magical items that I wasn't messing with, so... Yeah, because I have three things that require attunement, and I think if I get another thing that's better than the pendant of critical accuracy, then I will probably get a new thing, but that hasn't presented itself, so I'm just going to keep my stuff. Zara, anything? No, Zimra, I'm fine with my magical items. I was debating because I don't know if my scale mail is magical or not. I don't think so. That's like the only thing that I don't use. Yeah, that's scale mail. Is that the scale mail you started with, Caitlin? I think so. Yeah, it's just it's just mundane. Okay, that's what I thought. You could go make it magical. Go talk to Gook for a little bit, get it enchanted, and then turn around and immediately trade it with Shiny. <laughs> I mean, that's an option, I guess. But I don't know, Jake. Is there something that you know that we don't know that Shiny has? I don't know anything about Shiny's nest. It's just a big pile of twigs. But somehow she pulls magical shit out of her ass. Mm. Must be the eggs. That's canonically how we think it happens. At this yes, point, so yes, because Zimner's actually investigated it. Yes, <laughs> I have no idea how she does it. I've looked through the nest, I've dug in it, and it's just more twigs. <laughs> Probably hides it between her feathers. There's nothing like I've given her hugs. There's nothing in there. There's it's just bird. It's just bird. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> even when I detect her thoughts, like try to figure out what she's thinking, she just screams shiny at me. So I don't, I don't even know. That's gotta be real nice on the mind. Oh, I'll get you some telekinetic or telepathic. I'd rather not. Something so you can hear what I hear. All right. We're going to get going. Okay. We're down in 30 minutes. Are we leaving straight now? Like right now? I figured we'd leave soon. <laughs> we we want to get there as soon as possible. Uh, all right. Give me 30 minutes. I'll get packed. I said Balasar? Uh, you do not receive a response. Where's Balasar? I... Would I guess that I'm, like, less than 100 feet away from his room? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, I'll message him, like, in the direction of his room. Alasar, are you awake? Nice glow for a second. Remind me how message works. He can just respond? Yeah, he can, like, give a short response. You hear? Yep. Coming down? So again. <laughs> Uh, I'm already down. What? Where are you? Outside. Oh, and I'll go outside. Well, no, actually. He's outside. I'm going to get dressed. Okay. Sounds good. Fun montage of Zimner hurriedly packing and getting dressed while everyone else is twiddling their thumbs. Oh, really? Everyone was waiting on me? Yeah, we were all ready. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that family member. Just a little bit, yeah. Always have uh, been. Oh, Boy. Zara runs in and grabs a banana real quick and comes back out. Okay. <laughs> you want to take a few of those as you see Zimner walking down the stairs? Especially, oh, like, fine. You don't, you don't sense any illusions, but he looks good. You don't Just sense any illusions, but he normal. looks good. More dashing than normal. What is up with you two? Is there something that you know that I don't know is something? Are we supposed to look nice? What do you mean? No. Well, Aryan looks more spiffied up. You look more nice. Well, it's not against the laws of adventuring for two men to want to present the best of themselves to people before they slaughter them for killing their friend. For taking their friend's brother. Fair enough. Let's go. Oh, yeah, do mass. we? Right, do we have any leads on Varus? No. No. I think. Not a clue. Okay, I was just curious. Yeah, I you can guys, remember. You guys haven't really spent much time like looking into that since it's happened. Okay. All right. Let's get going. Okay. <clears throat> um. I need to pull something up real quick because we are getting into long distance travel again yeah. by road for the first time in a long time. Yay. Oh, um, JJ, I was going to ask you something. Yeah, go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, can I get the Stone of Far speech for Cockabell and ask him something when we head out? From me? Yeah, I feel like you're driving the cart. Yeah. Yeah, I had assumed as much because that was who was doing it last time. I have the proficiency in vehicles. In land vehicles. Yeah. So, yeah. I also realized that I could have been, like, during downtime or stuff, I could have been looking for, like, another blueprint of, like... Because I have, I have, like, metal plates that... Uh, it was ripped off of the Manicore Matriarch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, maybe we could turn those into some sort of armor or something for, like, Zimmer or somebody. So nice. Everybody is so caring about themselves during downtime. Uh, about for everybody else, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sure. All of us are trying to do something for the betterment of the party. Oh, well, downtime. yep. True. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. None of all of my stuff was totally selfless and nothing to do with me. <laughs> I didn't only look at only research and only do stuff regarding myself. And I I tried to research both stuff for me. Well, I mean, her. to be fair, Arian, one of the things that you did was deliver a cure to another person that was deathly ill. That is true. I, I would say research stuff. So Zimner, I, you have the stone. You guys are on oh. the road before we get into skill challenges and stuff. Sorry, Cockabell. Hello. Forgot about skill challenges. <laughs> it's I. It's been a while since we've done skill challenges, huh? Been a while. Been a fat minute. Zimner, what's up? Hey, do you remember me saying anything about the um? First off, sorry about how I talked to you the other week. I was upset. 
That was totally understandable. Yep. Um, so, do you know what we could do about getting upgrades to our bracers? What do you mean? We had talked about, like, communication through them. We could communicate with each other or with you, so we don't have to have just one stone of fast speech, you know? Instead of just having them for teleportation. Or if we could teleport to you, maybe, on a limited occasion, like with required access. No? Hmm. Upgrades for more functionality. That, uh... That's actually a pretty good idea. I'll, I'll talk to the boss and see what we can do. Alright, thank you. You bet! Alright, I'll, I'll give it back to Arian. Does, uh, does Balsar have on his cloak? You know what? Yeah, he does. I had debated whether or not I wanted him to have that just stored in his bag or not, but I think that he's probably got that on because, you know, it's one of two magic items the guy owns. Yeah. Balasar, I love your cloak. Hope it suits you well. Thanks, uh... I assume it was you? Yeah, it's, um... I got it from Shiny. Ah, thanks. You could use it for some extra mobility. Yeah, you know me. Big and slow. <laughs> but effective. Okay, it is time to get into skill challenges. Yay! 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 Um, Arian, for this round, can you get a D10? Sure. I'll inspire you. Inspiring. Park their car on my sandwich. Have you been watching ASDF movies recently? No. Sure. I do. I do miss those movies. I will have to. Cooper's just found them. Cooper has just found them. That's wonderful. This summer, and I'm just like, yep, they're still funny in sixth grade. Like, (laughs) yeah, a a staple. They're still always funny (laughs) to sixth graders. So, target number is going to be. Eight successes. You guys, do you guys remember how this operates, or do you need a rundown of how it? How it I goes? remember. As I still do them, and Caitlin might not. I was like, I still do them in oh, okay. group. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, I, I was saying that more for Caitlin's benefit because she said I forgot about skill challenges, so I wanted to make sure she knew what she was doing. I know what I'm doing. Okie dokie. And if I do it wrong, Caitlin, just yell at me. It's fine. Caitlin, but please don't actually, because I might break down a little bit. Huh? No, we would not yell at you. No, we would just make fun of you. Um, <laughs> Caitlin, you had an, a feature that you got at level two of your character that you didn't know about until our last boss fight. <laughs> what, what feature was it? Is second this? wind? Second wind. What's second wind? Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> uh, second wind is a fighter thing 
Where as a bonus action, yourself. you get to heal point. You get to heal stuff. D10 plus your fire level. Oh, well, I, I have that written down. I just didn't. Yeah. No, whatever, man. You've never, you've never needed it because you're an <clears throat> archer. I heal with healing word because I'm the part of the healer of the party, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> you you and Balasar. You and yeah, Balasar and soon to be in the healing. Nanku, too. That's true. Nanku the, healer, Nanku the monkey cleric. Hey, he will <laughs> worship me because I am the lemur god. I am. I will turn back into the big purple lemur. Aye, aye, aye. I will give him my powers of divinity. All right, all right. Here we go. Um, Let's just go alphabetically. So, Arian, you will be the first one for skill challenges. All right, I'm going to use my... Yes, I have it. I'm going to use my uh, vehicle's proficiency. Of course. Yeah. Oh, before you roll. Oh, oh, damn it. I already rolled, but... Well, you can use the roll. I just don't want to hear it yet. Okay, okay, cool beans. Um, Everybody get eight more luck points. Just because downtime happened and you had some time to, like, rest and recover and pursue your own interests. That was something I had in my head of a thing I needed to do and then whiffed on it because that's typically how that goes if it's just in my head. So, uh, Arian. I'm going to use zero luck points to make it a... uh, What, like, skill do I add to this? Um, Let's see. So it's a vehicle proficiency. So you add your... Proficiency. Yeah, your proficiency. And then describe to me how it is that you're like specifically what it is that you're doing with the vehicle to make it a proficiency part of things to like have it be a part of the play. And then we'll figure out figure out what ability score you'll use. I know how to like get the horses to move. Like I know how to I know how to get them to get going and keep them. I don't know. Okay, yeah, engaged, we'll, focused. We'll do we'll do charisma then, because that seems kind of oh. charisma based to me. So it's, it sounds like you're persuading the horses to follow your lead. I will use zero luck points to give myself a thirty-one. <laughs> what did you roll on the die? A nineteen, and then a four, and then I have plus eight on top of that. Oh my word. Do you use the D10? Yeah, I use a D10. Nice. That's a success. Holy smokes. Um Wowzers. So next up will be Balasar. Because he's a member of the party, so he gets to help. Um Balasar is going to use his athleticness to help move. Uh, big chonky sticks and logs out of the road that could be a problem for um, the horses to to get the cart around or over. Okay. And he rolled a three on the die. So that becomes an 11, which is a failure. Lit! Job, Balazar. <laughs> okay, uh, next is Zimner. All right, I'm going to sing a song. Yes, yeah, a travel song when you gotta go somewhere. Use my inspiring magic to keep the mood up. 
Yeah, sure. Uh, so performance. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, uh, wow. I use five luck points to give myself advantage. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, you haven't told me the number yet. That's a little bit better. First one was a natural one, but then the second one was an eight. So, 21. That oh is a success. Of being a skilled monkey. Oh, Nanku is a skilled monkey. Zara, you're up. Okay. Um, let's see here. I want to do some, you know, the party, even though we have rations, it gets a little boring sometimes, and we want fresh stuff. So Zara is going to, you know, be very quiet and stealthy as she stalks prey. And hunts for the group. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm good with that. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Um. I'm gonna use two luck points to make it an eighteen. That is a success. You okay. got some fancy non-ration meals for the party. Yes, sir. And back to the top of the order, you're in. Uh, I'm going to shoot for athletics. Oh, wait, uh, who's the inspiration going to, Zimner? Balazar. Balazar, okay. I figured as much. Um, I'm going to go with athletics in case, like, the cart needs to be moved out of a rut or it's stuck in a pothole or just, like, general, like, kind of moving the cart if need be, on different things. Okay. I appreciate that you came up with um, a different variation of athletics than what Dalasar used. What was his? His was like pushing logs and trees out of the road. Oh, I wasn't even paying attention. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh. Baby, baby, baby. I'm going to use five luck points to make that a 15. That is a success. So you guys are at four successes and one failure. Halfway there. Heck yeah. Uh, so now it's back to Balasar. Um, he is going to... Uh, he gets a D10 now, right, Zimner? Yep. He might need it. Um, Balasar is going to... Um, Attempt to scare away any predatory wildlife that may hear the horses and think of them as a potential meal. So he's going to try to be intimidating. Sounds like. And that's a 24. So that's a success. I was going to say, it sounds like Balazar and I have a lot of the similar proficiencies. Yeah, you guys kind of do. I mean, his his two big proficiencies, you two both share. I don't know. He's got two other proficiencies that he's not, like, super big on. That part of that is because they're wisdom-based, and he's got a neg one to wisdom. So, you know, that doesn't help yeah. his cause. Um, Zimner, five successes. Uh, following Zara's lead uh, with the rations, I'm going to... Uh, kind of like flip up 
and cl try to climb trees as acrobatically as possible to cut down some fruit if I see it low hanging. See okay. If I see any fruit in the jungle trees. Sure. Yeah. Roll acrobatics, good sir. All right. A good personal skill used to help the party. Yes. Uh, that's a fifteen. That's a success. Uh. Zara. So let's think here. We're, are we going through any forests? You, uh, you are traveling on the road um, between Stratford and Ansling, uh, and pretty much the entirety of Uklesh is in the jungle. Um, so technically, you're in some kind of a forested, wooded area. Uh, the the path that you guys are taking, a good chunk of it is not like the big, broad, super highway type path that uh, would be used to get across the continent. It's more of like a, this is an actual carved out road because Stratford is bigger than most of the villages, but it's not super well maintained because it's not, it's not traveled as heavily. So, you know, Nanku being the lemur he is, eats all the bananas pretty quickly, right? And so since we're in this jungle, she is going to use her balancing acrobatic skills to climb up trees and get more bananas. Okay. okay. I, I, will, I will allow that one. Similar to what Zimner had done, but this is for Nanku specifically, so I guess it's a little bit different. Uh, we're going to use four luck points to make it an 18. That's another success. So we're at seven and one. Aryan. You could potentially be the final roller here. Um, you have inspiration. Oh, I have inspiration this round? Okay. Oh, man. I think... Because my last three skills, skills that I really want to use are all... Chari like the charisma based ones so I think I want to argue persuasion and I think I'd use persuasion and talking to other travelers and whatnot and getting like trading them stuff like stuff that we might need is more helpful like different like rations or different um, maybe like some of our tools break like a compass or something and we trade or yeah, using that, that, the other people for help. I I like that, and uh, that works out from like a thematic standpoint because at this point, you guys are actually getting pretty close to Ansling by the time you're making this check. So, like, it's it would be feasible that you're bumping into more travelers now because you're on a bigger, more well traveled road. Okay. Oh, I fucking knew it. I willed that into existence. Um, oh, man. Hey guys, what do we want to do for this session? Oh, baby. Because I could potentially give myself advantage. Or we could do something. Fuck it. Fuck it. Alright, then I'll keep that natural one. Oh, that's so wonderful. I was like, <laughs> I, could, I was like, I could probably get a natural one right now. And I did. And the the fun thing is is like as I was about to 
say that it was your turn again, I was like, this could be the last one from Aryan succeeding or getting a nat one. And then you got a nat one. <laughs> okay. That's fun. Um, oh. Give me a sec while I... Because that is, that is our cap. We're now at three failures. Yep. Um, three failures, seven successes. So uh, I need to get a random I really prepared. just spent four luck points for no reason. I mean, six luck points. Oh, no, it I does matter. Do because the, the fact that you guys got seven successes prior to the final failure means that this random encounter won't be as punishing as it could be if you guys had, like, failed way earlier on and only had four successes. Okay, fair and enough. I'm going to fill my water bottle real quick. Yeah, you've definitely got time. Is anybody else just wanting to fight a basilisk for some reason? Arian, um, you were in the process of uh, negotiating with some travelers um, about a potentially slightly faster way to get from your current location to Ansling. Um, because, you know, you've got Zimner wanting to try to get there quick enough to meet with his his buddy John, and Zara wants to get there and get out of there so that she can fall faster. So uh, you were uh, attempting to speak with uh, this person about that, and they gave you another, uh, a, another pathway or another branch of the road um, that on the map was definitely a slightly shorter route than what you guys had been taking by following the main road. Um, however, the result was... Uh, by following this path, you stumbled across a, a small uh, cluster of, uh, for lack of a better term, worm-like creatures, but they're pretty big worms that are just kind of hanging out in the middle of the road. Uh, and by pretty big, I mean about the size of pretty big. There's three of them that you guys can see directly in front of you in the road. Um, Balasar, uh, having seen this sort of thing before, dismounts um, uh, after you have kind of stopped the the cart because these three things are kind of blocking the road Um, and as you as he dismounts you hear uh, a shrieking noise coming from uh, off to your right and another one of these little worm creatures uh, darts out at the, the group of you roll for initiative What is up, my dudes, dudettes, and those who choose to not go by either of those terms? It's me again, your dungeon master, J.J. Odin, here with another quick ad break for you in episode 28. Now, let's kick things off like we always do by hearing messages from our sponsors. You can also follow us on social media at roll4.initiative on Instagram. 
That's roll the number four dot initiative on Instagram and at roll four tweets on Twitter. That's roll the number four tweets on Twitter. If you tweet about us using the hashtag roll for tweets, you might get a character in the show. Uh, we are currently in the process of creating a new story arc, which means, you know, there's going to be new NPCs that could have names from listeners if you're interested in that sort of thing. If you're not, that's fine. I'll name them all myself anyway. That's how I always do things. Um, we as a group would like to take a moment here to thank you all so much for listening to the show. It means a lot. If you like what you're listening to, there's a few things you can do to help us out. First, you can rate us five stars and subscribe to us on whatever platform it is you are listening to us on. It's generally free to do those things, and it kind of helps our numbers to go up, which helps more people to find the show. And the other thing that you can do is actually help other people to find the show by referring them to the show. Point them in the direction of this show and uh, see if see if they like it. Uh, that being said, I don't think I have anything else for this ad break, so the next episode should be up in two weeks on July 16th, and uh, I'll talk to y'all then. Bye-bye. So, um, this little Grick comes slithering out of the, the trees from your, the, the right of you all, um, and darts straight up to Aryan's horse on the front of the cart and lashes out with its tentacles and slices into this thing, this thing's haunch a little bit. So it does that typical horse and stands up on its hind legs or whatever, cause it's terrified. Um, now we'll get into the top of the order with uh, Zara. Zara's gonna... Mm, let me see where she's at, actually. Yeah, she's gonna shoot the one that's trying to get the horse. Hello? Yeah, yeah. R- uh, roll okay. four. Sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was in my head oh, doing... Oh, natural, natural 19. So that's a crit? Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> 16 plus 11, right? Wait, is that 11? No, that's not 11. Plus 14. Oh my gosh, I can't math. 30. That's 60. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's Hulk mode that they're going after a horse. uh, Zara, you being the the quickest of the bunch, quick off the draw, just knocking loose an arrow. And this, this Grick... When it had attacked, it revealed it's like the central part of its head. Because the way these things operate is they've got like four tentacles that kind of come together over their beak, which is kind of their their sensitive area. And when it slashed outward to attack this horse, it revealed its beak and its head, and there's no longer any armor in the way. Um, protecting it from the arrow that you shoot that just goes straight through like it is roaring and it goes right into this thing's mouth and just explodes out the backside of this thing and the whole arm just crumples it is dead good deal um yeah sorry i was not very descriptive with the whole yeah she's gonna shoot the one on the horse but (laughs) so we have three more okay she's gonna go after the furthest away one next so that's like Straight in front of her, kind of. Yeah. I guess is how I should describe that. Yeah. It's like 30 feet away. Oh, natural 20! Yo, what is going on? Oh, my word. Actual hell.
Oh my gosh, you guys, dude. I could not crit like all of these sessions for a solid year, and now I've gotten like three crits in a row. It's, it's because it's because the dice that she has been rolling they just haven't been rolled in forever. So they're like they've saved oh, up all this good energy. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Okay, roll for damage. Five damage plus that's twenty-one, so forty-two. Zara, you you then turn towards the the next group of Gricks that you can see, and the the one that is the furthest from the pack of you all uh, hasn't even like reared itself up from the ground yet to begin slithering at all of you. It's still just kind of laying there, pretending to hide. Um, but you see right through its camouflage, and. You just, this arrow, when you let loose, just pins the thing straight into the ground. Loud, sickening, squelch noise accompanies this uh, motion of this arrow, and it is also dead. Hey, those six um, luck points that you used earlier actually mattered. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's good. Okay. Um, next is Zimner. All right. I, uh, I'm going to pull my two... Normal swords out, showtime, and then my plus two scimitar. I'm going to say, Balasar, you got my back. It's showtime. And as I say that, I'm going to, like, put one foot on the edge of the cart and jump over Balasar because he's dismounted. Okay. Jump. Um, and as I say, it's showtime. My sword's going to light up so my flames kind of, like, spin in the air. That's cool. And I'm yeah, I'm gonna land in front of Balasar and move up to the first to the Grick that's oh, like ten feet away from him. Yeah, uh, roll a... roll an acrobatics check real quick for the uh, the flip over Balasar. Great. Uh, that is a fourteen. A fourteen? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a success. Sweet. I rolled a three, <laughs> and so uh, I'm gonna take two swipes at at the first one. Okay. Okay. So I will swing at it. That is, uh, with Showtime, that is a dirty 20. Oh, what's the AC of these things? I haven't had to look yet. <laughs> yeah, dirty 20 hits. Okay, um, and I'm going to Blade Flourish. So I'm going to Exposing Flourish, which is the first time trying to do that. So okay. I need to make an acrobatics check, right? Correct. Okay, and... Uh, I don't know what the DC is, but you probably do. Okay, so acrobatics check. Cocked. Okay, that is a sixteen. Yep, I was I was quickly rereading the the rules on learning these new flourishes because for some reason I didn't remember to print these off, so I need, had to go find the document too. Um. A 16 is going to be successful for this one. Awesome. So then what's your Bardic Inspiration die roll for this? Um, my Bardic Inspiration die roll is 10. Not even joking. Okay, so this thing's AC is now reduced by 10? Until it's attacked next. So I, um, does a grapple count as an attack? Would that like count for its AC, or could I just try to make an athletics check for it? An athletics check is what you would make for a grapple. So you're it's not, not, you're not an co- attack. Correct. You're not trying to beat its armor class. You're 
basically entering a strength contest against it. All right. So, um, so first off, that does um, 11, 12, 22, um, 25 points of damage. You need the fire? Um, no. Okay. Um, so 25 points of damage. So I'm, I'm going to say, like, I flip over and I go up and with an upward cleave, I, like, cleave one of its top tentacles off, exposing its beak. And then, um, I'm use my... Not only that, but you also mutilate it, brother. <laughs> oh, I do? Oh, wow. Great job. Um, oh, should I just... Well... And, uh, you don't just cleave one tentacle, you're going to cleave, uh, both of its top... And both of its, uh, let's see, it'd be right-side tentacles off. You just okay. cut half of its face off, which is why it's so exposed. Okay, and that's... I'm just gonna attack it again. I'm not gonna go off it. Sorry, sorry. That is going to be a 21. Oh, that beats 19. a... That, 19, sorry. That beats a 4. Okay. So... That is... Not as good. Four, five, eight points of damage. You said eight points of damage. Yeah, eight points. Um, Zimner, you and I'm assuming this is with Showtime again. Huh? Okay. So Zimner, you do this cleave upwards and just lop off two of its tentacles, and then as you bring the blade back down, this thing just kind of like it's it's flailing around because it's lost two tentacles. And it accidentally flails itself, like, the exposed part of its head directly into your, like, downward cleave. And you just eviscerate it right in half. Like, the, the its beak just kind of gets split in half. And it slumps to the ground. It is also dead. All right. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I mean, that's, that's my turn. I'm going to say, let's get these fuckers. After... After you kind of slice this thing to bits, Zemner, um, you all hear a from the right side again another kind of shriek, but this one is louder and more menacing. Um, and that shriek is responded to by a couple of small shrieks that come from the trees off to your left. Um, and a new, a couple of new little gricks drop out of those trees and onto the ground. And there is also a much larger one of the lot that appears off to the right. And the little ones that are off, I, I'm gonna see if we'll do, there we go. I need to make sure I was in the right layer. Um, all three of the remaining little ones are all going to slither forward and start attacking some things in response to their mother. Zimner and one's gonna go at Orion's horse again. 
Zimner does a 23 hit. Yes. Okay. You're going to take six points of slashing damage. So what we see is these two little gricks that drop out of the trees. One of them slithers over toward Balasar, um, who has not seen it yet, is not able to like turn to defend himself. Um, so it slashes into his backside. Uh, one that drops out of another tree slithers up to Zimner, uh, who is still in the midst of finishing a move on this this creature and wrenching his blade free. And as uh, as he does and turns toward this new enemy, it slashes across his midsection for a little bit of damage. And then the one that was laying in the road, uh, the remaining one that had been laying in the road, uh, slithers forward toward Aryan's horse um, and slashes up at that thing and gets a massive chunk of dan- uh, of like meat just sliced off of this thing's midsection. It, it the horse is now mutilated. Um and now it is Balasar's turn. So Balasar turns on the Grick that had attacked him um and brings up his hammer and brings it down on this thing's skull. And uh, uh, as he does, you see a flash of white light erupt from the point where the point of impact. Um, and this Grick is it, its entire head just explodes in a spray of blood. Um, so it is dead. And then he dances, Zim, or Balasar dances between Zimner and his own horse to go stand uh, next to the Grick that is attacking Aryan's horse um and brings down his hammer again uh this time or no he doesn't bring it down he's going to swing in from the side to try and knock it away from the horse um and he hit he connects but he does not kill uh this the second grick and then next are the little gricks that are left so one of them is going to attack Zimner and the other one's going to attack Balasar. We'll start with the Grick that was attacking Balasar. Um, it takes its its tentacles and tries to turn after getting smacked in the side to slash at Balasar. Uh, but because of Balasar being prepared for it this time, he knocks the tentacles to the side with his hammer, and then when it comes in to try and bite him with its beak, he just brings up his shield, and you hear a clang as the the uh, keratin or uh, chitin connects with the metal of his shield. Um, Zimner, <clears throat> that's a natural twenty on the tentacles. Yeah, that hits. And the beak is a dirty twenty. <laughs> Yep, those hit. I rolled a natural three and a five for Balasar's attacks and then turned around and rolled a nat in the... So, sorry, brother. Problem. I've got all the hit points, all right. So, Zimner, this thing slashes into your side again as it kind of rips its tentacles back out from where they embedded themselves in your side earlier for six points of slashing damage. And then it lunges forward and bites, like clamps down on your arm. Um, 
for a, a short moment before you kind of wriggle your arm out of its grasp, uh, but you're going to take six points of piercing damage from its beak. So 12 points total. I thought the tentacles were the natural 20, right? Oh, you're right. It should be... Uh, Thank you for reminding me of that because that was a moment of honesty for you that you didn't need to do. Uh, so it should be 18 points of damage. 12 slashing, 6 piercing. Okay. I'm like, what? That should not be that much, that little damage. Yeah. No, okay. they, it did not roll very well for its, okay. uh, for its, either of its attacks. Um, okay. Then. Uh, I think I'm, no, I'm not. Never mind. You're not quite mutilated? Not yet. Okay. Next up is the mother, uh, who is going to slither at full speed up to the cart, and I think she is going to try to connect with the cart in a way to, like, knock it over. Like, she's just going to try to ram it. Um, so this this broodmother slithers up to the cart and rams it um she doesn't do enough to actually tip it um she, she doesn't hit it hard enough to actually tip it zara i'm gonna need you to make since you were standing to shoot at the the far away grick i'm gonna need you to make a dexterity saving throw to not fall over um and then the cart itself is going to take some damage uh, as she kind of rams into it one of the some of the boards on the side of it crack inward a little bit uh, and a spoke on one of the wheels breaks. Still functional, but now damaged. Um, Zara, what is your dexterity save? I just add my dex to my roll, right? Uh, yes, because fighters are strength and con, I think. Okay, so 17. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. You succeed. Sweet. Uh, and then it is Arian's turn. Still seated in the cart that just got rocked. Okay. Um, I will look to the side and without standing, begin pulling uh, lightning out of my ring. And the f we're going to launch it first at the mother. Okay. Okay. That is going to be... I'll burn two luck points to make it an 18. That is a hit. Okay. It needs to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, dirty 20. I think that passes. It's going to take 21 points of lightning damage. Okay. All right. And then I'm going to arc it into the next closest... Um, Grick, who is the one that's fighting Balazar and lashed at my horse. Yeah. That's a 26. That's definitely a hit. Okay, constitution saving throw, please. Five. Fails. That one's going to take 24 points of lightning damage. Okay, it's dead. Okay. Then we'll bounce it one more time to the last one by Zimner. Yep. Oh, 25. I'm still hitting. Still yep. hitting. 
constitution saving throw. Uh, still a five. It's going to take uh, 24 points of lightning damage as well. Okay. Uh, what's the side effect of being of failing that save? Uh, until the end of its next turn, it has halved movement speed and it makes attacks with disadvantage. Cool. Um, so we watch as Aryan just kind of looks over angrily at the large Grick Alpha broodmother that has just attacked his cart um, and just pulls this lightning energy out of his ring and zaps it into her. Um, and then I, like we watch this lightning energy course over her and then he points at the Grick that's in front of the cart and the lightning leaves the mother and arcs on the little and it just totally gets fried and f- and then he moves it off of its limp corpse and arcing it over Balasar and Zimner into the last one. Um, and that's where that lightning stays, dealing a ton of the shocking this thing for uh, for the rest of the its turn next turn, assuming it even gets one. It's also mutilated now. And we're back to the top of the order with Zara. I'm not done. Oh, never mind. Arian's not done. I'm going to spend sorcery points to quicken telekinesis. Okay. And I'm going to attempt to grab hold of the mother. Okay. So it's a strength contest, a strength versus your spellcast contest, right? I'm pretty sure. Yep. Okay. How's an eight sound? Well, I rolled single digits. I mean, can I use luck points? Because I was going to use luck points. Well, actually, I don't need to. <laughs> I have a nine then. Yeah, no, I, I figured you probably didn't need it. Well, I rolled bad because I rolled a, I, I got a nine. So I won. OK, and then. Since I won the contest, I got to move it 30 feet in any direction. And I'm going to move it straight up. I figured that's what you were going to do, and I love that. <laughs> I'm now holding concentration. I don't know. Okay. All right, now I am done. Okay, now it is Zara's turn. Uh, Zara, there is a Grick Broodmother that is dangling roughly 20 feet above your head um, in the sky, and then one remaining little baby Grick that is writhing in electrical pain next to Zimner on the ground. Okay, so yeah, I think Zara's gonna go after the mom, probably. Okay. Okay. Oh, dang it! I was hoping I was gonna be able to get four nets in a row. Zara, what bow do you use? Mercy Killer. Right, right. It's been so long since I've had you in combat. I forgot. Oh yeah, is the mom mutilated? She is not yet tough okay well you can definitely see some scorch marks from the lightning bolt though we're gonna use four luck points to make that a 16 um do you want to succeed at a cost yeah okay um zara you hit so go ahead and roll damage and then i'll describe what happened oh 17 plus 16 is 33, correct? 
No, 32. Sorry. That is so no, much damage. No, 33. Yeah, 33 is how much okay. damage that is. That is so much damage. Um, Zara, you arch backwards to let go straight up with this arrow. Um, and the arrow, like, it connects. It goes in, like, the back end of this thing because of its wrigglingness. Um, and then just explodes upward and beyond. Um, so you're going to be permanently down one arrow now because you have no idea where this arrow lands. Um, it is now mutilated and wriggling in the sky. Okay. Good deal. Actually, not a good deal, but also kind of good deal because, I mean, it's just a regular arrow. We can get another one. Um, yeah, we're going to go after her again. Okay, roll the hit. Uh, plus six, 19. That's a hit. Sweet. And she's now mutilated, so I think I add another d6. Yeah. Uh, 15 plus 16 is 31. Um, Zara, you launch a, a second arrow now. Um, and... This time you are able to kind of aim better because you've like you've watched her movements, you've shot at her once hit to so like understand the way to shoot at this thing while it's wriggling in the sky. Um so you pull back and you let loose um and you this arrow like connects with the underside of where its like head and beak would be. Um and that arrow hits some something solid up in there. Uh, but whatever it is that it hit was enough for this thing to just stop moving. Like, it goes from wriggling to just limp. It's just limply hanging in the sky. Um, it is now dead. Dead. Not that it mattered, but I wasn't here as moving stuff around. Were you rolling with advantage? No. Because you should have been. What? Yeah. See, I forgot about that. That's okay. It's I was just so long since we've done combat. Yeah, yeah, no. How did I have advantage? Telekinesis restrains them, yeah, and the yeah, yeah, the restraint condition gives it every attack against it advantage. Oh my goodness! Yeah, no, it's but it didn't matter. So still killed it. Yeah, yeah, but I could have killed it on the first turn if I critted. Actually, I don't know about that. Well, maybe. Anyway. Anything else um, from you, miss? No. Okay. Now we are at Zimner again. Zimner, all that's left is one uh, little Grick that's next to you, writhing in pain, barely alive. Its whole family is dead. What do you do, sir? All right. All right. Let's put this out of its mercy, and I'll stab at it. Okay. Ooh. Roll the hit. Yes, that is a 23. That's a hit. And so 3d6 of damage. Eight points of damage. Oh, uh, eight plus, plus my dexterity, so 12. Okay, how, how do you want to do this? 11. Yes, so <laughs> literally I just like spin Showtime around in my hand and say, sorry little friend, let's put you out of your misery. Then I step on it, and I, like, aim it over its, its like, head area. Like, I step on its beak and tentacles, so it's like... And I'm aiming over the head, and I look at Balasar, and I say, Balasar, is it? This is the where its brain is, right? 
And he he kind of turns around and like nods at you enthusiastically. He's excited. All right. And then I just sink. And welching like and, and sizzling. Yeah, and the wound with my sword it, in it. It it wriggles a little bit after this after the fact, but then like eventually that wriggling flopping of its tail end just kind of like dies out. Like the what what remains of the movement is purely because there's all that electrical electrical energy that's like still zapping muscles and causing them to twitch but now it's like slower and less and less until it just totally goes limp Bray, you finished combat so uh typical end of combat stuff eight lock points everybody Woohoo. And also, you each get 1,400 experience points. So, you all kind of dust yourselves off at the end of this fight. um, Get back into the cart, uh, which I will remind you has taken some damage here. Uh, It is still operational, but I'm just reminding you because that was something that happened in the heat of the moment. I can't remember who was in the bathroom when it happened. Um... So there is that. Uh, as everyone else is kind of like dusting themselves off and getting back into the cart, uh, Balasar walks over to Aryan's horse and like places a hand on it. And you watch like the motes of golden light kind of emit from his hand and course over this horse to where it's been wounded. And when that light dims, the horse is fully healed again. Um, I will tell you that that horse was at five hit points by the end of that. So it was pretty close. Um, it was close to dead, but it it survived it. Um, um, I could use some of that as well, my friend, if you have a spare. Uh, yeah, sure. And then he walks over and heals you. He's got... Uh, I gotta go pull up his thing, because I don't remember exactly how much he has. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has remaining 35 hit points. How much do you need of that? Um, all of it? No. Uh, like 20, 20, 24. 24 of it? Yeah, 24. Okay. Okay. Also, question DM if you have a minute. Yeah, sure. Um, what day is it? Um, right now. Of a Jaws, right? What'd you say, Caitlin? Wasn't it 17th of a Jaws? That was when you started. Yeah, that was when you left. It is evening time on the nineteenth. Like you guys are going to be arriving first thing in the morning to the on the twentieth. Okay. Um, so you guys bed down for the night, uh, hunker down safely as you've done before, um, and then following morning you get up bright and early as the sun comes up. Uh, Zimner is probably still sleeping in the cart at this point, but everyone else is awake and uh, up and at him and ready to go. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Zimner. Really sorry. I wanted to ask Balasar something before we went to sleep so he could prepare it in the morning. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We will we will retroactively have a conversation with Balasar the previous night. Sorry. This um, is us having a flashback of everyone waking up in the morning and we're we're seeing Balasar is remembering this conversation. Um Balasar, can you do you have any spells that you know that could um 
make somebody speak truthfully or make make him get able to discern a lie? Uh, I mean, I think so. I mean, I, I, I haven't used it in years, but I might be able to whip something up. Yeah, if you would, if you would be able to do that and accompany me, I'm speaking with an old friend to possibly obtain some information in Anslang, and he'll he's leaving tomorrow. So this uh, tomorrow will be the only chance we have to get him. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. I'll 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 see what I can do. And this is this is obviously Balasar remembering this in the morning. And the reason that he's like remembering this in the morning is he's like. Oh wait, hold on. And then he's he thinks through the process of how he casts this spell several times so that he's got it down and prepared for the day. Yeah, is that zone of truth? Yes. Thank you. So, Zimner still sleeping in the cart uh, for the the first bit of this journey. But as as you all make it back onto the main road and then travel through the gates to into Ansling. Uh, the the hubbub that is this major port city is enough for Zimner to wake up and be seated right before you guys like walk through the gates. So like everybody is on the cart awake as as you ride into town. Um, and the like like I was saying, this is a very very busy town. Um, the many of the the guards throughout this town uh, appear to be uh better paid and better armed and closed than most of the guards that you've seen in all of the towns and villages. Uh, this very clearly is a city. Um, the, there's people crossing back and forth uh, across the road in front of you, making it difficult to move the cart through town, but not impossible. Uh, fortunately, you do have someone who's proficient in traveling with land vehicles, so it works out well. Um, and you can just feel that energy in the air of this is a big bustling city. This is what it's like. And uh, this is not the same, like you've, you guys have been to this town before and you've kind of felt that feeling before. And even though Ansling and Sartory are both about the same size and you've been to Sartory before, Sartory didn't have this feeling, uh, presumably because it's just not as busy of a town. It's more of a lazy town. And this one is a very, we have a lot of stuff to do. Shipments are coming in from across the dark sea regularly, so we've got to be ready. Like that's kind of the way this town feels. Okay. Uh, what do we want to do first? Um, do we have to find your professor person? I, I mean, I think I can do this by myself. If you oh, okay. want to go meet up with. Black yes, staff, or whatever his name was. Okay. I just didn't know if you wanted any help. Um, I think I'll be okay. Zara, do you have anything to do in Ansling? Do you have any business here, or you want us to try and expedite things? No, I don't think I have anything. I might teach Nanku how to catch things. Okay. Um, Zimner, don't forget the uh blueprint yeah i i got that on my list okay cool a to-do list for ansling <laughs> um balasar do you need to do anything while we're here other than if you would help me that would be very much appreciated um i i don't really have much of anything 
on the list to do here. I'm just kind of along for the ride. One of the one of the team, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't know. So you know, I'm I'm helping you out with the this the spell that I've been working on all night. Uh, but other than that, I don't have anything to to do. Okay, thank you very 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 much. Um, so Zara, do you want you don't want to accompany us? Oh, I can if you want me you. to. I do you want me to come? I can go sharpen my axe in front of him again and lean against the wall, menacing like. It, I don't think it's going to be that kind of an interrogation, but if it comes to oh. that, um, I'm sorry for that. I carried away. No, that's okay. I didn't mean to bring up bad memories. You're I was fine. just You're fine. Okay. I was worried. You know, I don't want you to. No, never mind. Um. So we can do that. Arian, do we have a place we can park the cart? Um. I don't really know about that. Um, maybe we can find like a tavern or something. I can probably coerce a tavern owner into letting us. Or is there like a stable, stable thing? I don't really know how this thing works. Find a stable. Let's find a stables. Sure. We look for stables. We we look for stables. Uh, roll. Uh... Let's see who 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 wants to be the the searcher for the um stables. And I brought it up. Okay. Yeah, I was like, okay, Zimmer so, for I'll assist. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Zimmer rolls with advantage because you got Arian helping with the search investigation. Uh, yeah, that or uh perception. I'm I'm good with either. Uh, I'm gonna roll perception. Natural twenty, uh, for a twenty-three. You said natural twenty. 23 yeah okay um so zimner you uh, are searching around town and you are the most um adept in the city of of the four people that are together right now because pretty much all the the rest of your crew have all come from like backwoods in the sticks places uh zara hasn't even come doesn't even hail from a town so uh you are the most at home in the city and kind of are able to navigate your way through the streets uh, to to find where a where you would expect uh, a set of stables to be. Um, and you, in fact, do find some stables. And these are um, they don't look like the most high end stables, like certainly nobody who is uh, of nobility would be keeping anything belonging to them here. But it's also not like a sketchy neighborhood or uh, a crappy looking set of stables where you're like, I don't know if this is really going to last that long or if we're going to be missing things when we come back. Um, you, you feel like this is a pretty safe uh, place for you to leave your cart and for you to leave your to stable your horses uh, for the, the short duration that you're here for them to get uh, fed and watered. Um, and when you talk to the stable hand who's kind of in charge of booking new people as they come in and whatnot and um charging them he asks only for uh two gold pieces to have your horses fed and watered and to have everything kind of looked after and kept in a safe location sweet i'll flip it to him and thank you good sir take care of it there'll be an extra gold for you if everything is as it was and I mean everything. Okay. Yeah. 
this is me, the DM, going, what in the world are you talking about? Oh, I just want nobody to touch our shit. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, I was just, so I, like, flip him an extra gold. I mean everything. I turn back around, I walk to the group, and I hand on Batasar and Zara's shoulders as Aryan is walking off to look for his magic teachers, and I say, all right, everyone, big day, busy city, let's get going. Thank you.